0: Oh, well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, September the 3rd, 2020, the longest decade of our lives, and I will keep using that joke until it's 2021, and you know what? If I'm going to be honest with you, I'm probably going to use it in 2021. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. We've got a great show lined up for you for today. I hope you guys are ready for it. Thanks for stopping by if you're watching us here live on Twitch. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the fucking like button. For God's sake. First hour, the bell gang. Are you part of the bell gang? Are you rolling these streets? With mm. drive bu- drive-by drive likes? Skrrrraa! Goes the like button. Just make sure if you press it multiple times. It stays on like, you know, don't fuck that up. For God's sake, for our sake, please. And hit the bell icon on YouTube as well. Would you? Join up. Mr. Black, I'm trying to burn some time for you right now as you are doing your best to both breathe and eat simultaneously. I'm wolfing it down, man. I'm almost done. <laughs> That's about as much time as I can burn for you. Go for it. Go I even it. Sc- I even threw out a "Man's Not Hot" reference. That shit's getting old. Mm. I haven't listened to that song in a while. You know what? I'm going to listen to that song after this podcast because you know what? It's a fucking good song. What happened to that guy? Uh, I don't know. I think he just kind of disappeared into the ether after his after his you know success. He capitalized on his on his meme success. And is probably just doing some shit in the background now. I mean, what else is he supposed to do? He made his millions and fucked off. Like, what is Smart it? What is it, What are you going to do? Try and top, like, man's not hot? Like, you, you can't because you didn't you didn't intentionally generate the first one. Yeah. You start trying to fabricate that shit for the second one. It's just never going to go down the same way. People are going to call you out on it. Just the way it is. One sec, I got to make my, uh, my, my chat window bigger because uh, Twitch's UX UI developers, who, by the way, if I've mentioned in the past, are the best in the game, uh, have that hype train thing. That's about 95% of my chat window right now that I can't remove from my screen that that I know of. Can I press this down arrow? Nope, that actually just lowers the thing and fills the whole window to let me know about... How much money people can spend to make the hype train bigger? Okay, so I can't actually get rid of that yet, so... It'll go away in three minutes, you yeah. know. Oh, well, thank God, you know, for the small things in life. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you this week, but before we do, I have to get through the same same question every week, and sometimes it's a different answer. Mr. Black, how was your week? Same old same. Well, it wasn't completely the same. We shared We shared a life update
1: this week. We both are getting new beds. Oh yes, that's right. I think I talked about that last week, though. I think I said I, I had ordered one. Oh, had you ordered it by then? I I I can't remember. Yeah, oh, I okay. did. And uh, mine mine will be here on Saturday. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, and mine will be here on the tenth. Actually, I do have an update. Oh, what's that? We got a we got a bedroom set. We didn't have that. Oh, that's right. Week.
0: That's right. You didn't have the bedroom set. You just, you had just spent the money on the bed. And then Kayla said, yeah. let's get a full bedroom set. And you said, fuck.
1: Yeah. So when I got <laughs> the bed, I thought I was just buying the mattress and box spring. And then we were just going to get like a new bed frame. Yeah. And Kayla, for whatever reason said, you know, thought that that meant a whole new bedroom set. I didn't, I didn't say, I didn't say that. Mm. So, uh so anyway uh my mom was spending the night and she was like oh you're getting a new bedroom set you can't have new bed in here and then you know and you, you know you guys look at this and she's like look look at your look at your dresser it's like it's having a hard time opening and closing and and it was just off the track so i just went put it on the track and then i'm like open i'm like what's wrong with this like, no 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 that's it's old like, 11 we years just paint old it? Maybe yeah, or something. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, listen, I know, I know exactly how much these things cost. I'm not doing it. And then, uh, went on the stream the next day and fucking was having, was having a good day on the stream and Kayla was lurking. And then she was like, oh, you're having a good day on stream. Was getting that bedroom oh, no, set? Oh, God. And then, you know, the chat got riled up and, you know, it was a decent day, but I'll tell you, it wasn't $4,000 decent because that's what it ended up costing me by the time I was done getting this fucking bedroom set. So not only did we buy a new fucking mattress and box spring, but then, you know, dropped another four grand on a, on a, on a bedroom set. So I was like, you know what? It is, it is what it is, bro. You got fleeced. I, get, I got fucking, <laughs> fleeced so. I got fleeced so hard that it's actually, it's, bro. it's, it's not even, it's not even right. And bro, they haven't, they haven't made a bedroom
0: set worth four grand in 40 years, bro. Bro. All the shit you buy now is just like bro. terrible fucking sawdust board fucking like whatever.
1: Yeah. The fuck. I will I will say this bedroom set is fucking hella nice it and it's like be. It's it is hella nice, but bro, my fuckso meter for a bedroom set is 0. zero. If I would have had it my way, I would have got a metal frame and stuck my bed on it and would have called it a goddamn day. That's that's it. But you know what? Happy wife, happy life, right? Bro,
0: I just got to let you know right now, I don't even have a headboard. Yeah, that's where I was. Zero headboard and dad and I built the frame the bed is on. Yeah, you see you guys got to you see so you got figure it out, right? You know? Cuz you I, know I, you know what it costs. I was going to get a frame a new a new like it's not a box spring cuz it's a uh, um it's a memory foam mattress, so you don't use a box yeah. spring with it. You just use like a platform. It's a slatted platform, which is a really fancy way of saying they took some fucking spruce and mm. built a box and put Two and a half inch strips of spruce every like three inches Mm. and then wrap some fabric around it and called it a day. You know what they're charging for that spruce fucking box? Four hundred dollars.
1: See? See? That's that's I went bro, I went to IKEA. Alright, so I said, all right, you know what? If I'm if you want to look at bedroom sets, all right, we'll go to IKEA, we'll get a bed frame, and we'll get like two little tables for the sides of the beds and you know maybe we get a dresser there on the cheap unfortunately ikea's bed frames they look like ikea bed frames and, they and all, they're like, also not cheap they're also hell it was a thousand dollars for the one that we looked at that we wanted and i was like bro i'm like if i'm gonna spend a thousand bucks i'd rather go to an actual furniture store and buy a legit like bed frame and stuff like bro can i just have the a va- little
0: side here for a sec before i let you continue Mm. IKEA ain't all it's cracked up to be when it's here because the import prices and the and He's the insane. fact that IKEA as a name here has somehow has some sort of provenance now to the point where you pay more money you yeah. when I went looking for a coach and I ended up with this massive fucking monstrosity there was the ones at IKEA the sectionals, one half the size. It looked like somebody went to Fabricville and bought the cheapest material they could and didn't even, like, tuck it under. It's just actual, like, skirts of fabric hanging around the floor. And the couch was about fucking seven to eight inches off the ground. And it was $1,500! Yep. I paid $1,200 for this! It's 14 times the size, made in Canada, and actually has fabric.
1: That's fabric! Anyway, continue your story. Sorry. So yeah, we uh, I decided to go down to the furniture store, which is probably a bad life choice. to Begin. We start looking at different stuff, and then realized, all right, you know, maybe I'll end up paying two thousand dollars. Then we find out that hey, you know, the majority of this stuff is not going to be in stock because the is just killing everything, and it's going to take months for things to come in, and things are on back order. And then, lo and behold, the most expensive bed set in the in the store
0: is in stock stock.
1: (laughs) because it's the most expensive bed set in this store and it just so happens kayla's like wow this is going to look really nice with our paint colors and our floor colors this is just going to be fantastic oh wait there's a special going on oh oh my god it's originally 5800 oh my goodness wow what a steal and i'm sitting there just mauling, bro and i've been out at every furniture store throughout the day Spent literally I, we we left the house at like 9 a.m. It's now 3 30 in the afternoon. And my fuckso meter for wanting to go home is at an all time high and zero for wanting to deal with any of this stuff. So I said, you know what? Order it! I don't give a fuck. I you want to go, go home! home. You got fleeced so bad! I much! got fucking <laughs> fleeced so bad. <laughs> I got fleeced. I said, fuck it, order it, and you want to know what the worst part about it is. Here it gets worse. I go, okay, I'm going to go to another place on the way home, all right? You got it in stock. I'm going to go down and see what they have. It was the last place. We go down there. The guy tells me at the store, he goes, if you want it, all right, we can do the paperwork now and get everything going. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll sign the papers I need to sign, but I'm not buying this until I know the other store ain't got something cheaper and available within the next month. So we go down there the other set we were looking at was about $900 cheaper so I was like okay this is good but the three three of the pieces wouldn't be there until mid to late October right and so I was like I was like okay you know what we'll call the other place but the guy told me he said uh you can't pay for it all via credit card over the phone because of like some fraud shit that was going on so uh and you're going to have to come back into the store to uh to show id for your credit card but you can pay for half of it on credit card as a debt as a deposit to hold it right and then you can go in so i was like all right fine i'm gonna go to like a rental property at some point in the next week i have some places out there i'll stop by there because it was a 30 it was like a 30 minute drive from my house so i was like i i was out all day so i get home i call the guy he gives me a card i call him up i said all right you know what it's jeff we're gonna take that he said okay great i said all right here's my credit card he said okay So I give him my credit card. Uh, He goes, well, um, uh, unfortunately, you know, in order for us to deliver it, because we wanted to get it delivered and they're going to set it all up. He's like, "Um, you know, I didn't I I forgot to mention this to you, but you actually can't use your credit card. If you want to do delivery, you have to pay for the whole thing up front. And unfortunately, you can't pay for the whole thing up front because we don't do that via the phone on credit card. I said, well, sir, you told me that I could. Put half of it down now, and then go go down there to pay the other half and show ID. So now I'm going. What in the actual fuck? He goes. Sorry, I go. Let me talk to your manager. Manager's busy. I said okay. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll wait on the phone. So so I wait a while. He goes, yeah, he's, you know, she's tied up. I said, all right, give me a call when she's good. Hang up the phone. Forty five minutes goes by, and I'm 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 like, this is some fucking dumb shit. So I hop in my car. I drive all the way to the back out there. Thirty minute drive. Right now. I head out there, I give my credit card, I pay for the thing in in full. As I'm coming back, I hit traffic. And at this Uh, point... At this point, I'm $4,000 in the hole. (laughs) I'm in the middle of traffic. I'm fucking raging. (laughs) And then... I realized that my car is on E. It's got no gas. Oh, and I'm still, no. I'm sitting on the bridge, and now I'm playing this game. I'm white knuckling it, and I'm going, Am <laughs> I going to fucking make it to the god and put my car into like, into comfort mode and make sure that <laughs> it's doing this? Turn the AC off. It hot as fuck. I'm like, I, I, if, if I get stuck here in the middle of this bridge, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. I'm going to lose my, my mind. I managed to make it to the gas station, put some gas in the bitch. <laughs> I finally come home and the day was right off i said that's it i'm not even streaming today i just said that that's that's it for me so that was that was my day that was bro, my day bro i avoided i went i went to mattress fuck it was
0: mattress mart or whatever the fuck and then yeah. uh and then sleep country i took a look at what they had on offer and because that's where i got my last my last bids kings down and uh I looked at the, I looked at the, I looked at, first of all, I looked at what was available in California King, which is only, like, so many that's available, and then I look at what was available and the pricing that they had for it, and I was looking at it, and I saw the beds that you, probably looked at the bed you bought, almost guaranteed, online, and... I saw the price and I just said, I looked, I turned around and looked at him. Emma. Emma behind me all day. I spent 10 hours researching fucking beds that, that day. I turned around and looked at Emma and I said, do you want to spend $4,000 on the bed? And she looked at me and she said, no. I said, okay. And then I closed the website and went elsewhere. It's pretty much, yep. how, that, it's pretty much how that went. Smart life choice. Because uh, I looked at the price and I was like, $5,800 for the bed. It was like a memory foam or some again? shit. Wait, what, what did you say to Emma? I turned around and I said, do you want
1: to spend $4,000 on a bed? And she said, no. All right, because you know what? I I, I turned around and I, I said, hey, Kayla, do you want to spend $4,000 on a bedroom set? And she said yes. <laughs> I'm Bro, doing you something wrong. you got fleeced. I'm doing you something wrong. <laughs> and <laughs> the worst part about it was is my mom spent the night and she's gassing my wife up. Oh you, need it. oh, you need a new one. Oh, you need a new one. This one's old. It's not even going to look good. Oh, you need a new one.
0: Bro, you got taken to the cleaners. You had taken to the cleaners. I didn't have. I didn't want any more of that, because those mattress places, bro, they do the fucking thing that they're doing at the grocery stores now. You know the grocery stores that put the little multi-tag on front mm. of shit, so that it looks like it's on sale, and, and it ain't really on sale? It's really not. That, like, we're gonna run nope. the gray area of, like, legality on marketing here, and put this fucking yep. multi-tag up? Dude, they fleece the fuck at those mattress stores. There is yep. no- they Nobody- has ever spent $5,800 on the mattress you bought. Zero people have ever spent. You know why? Because it's not actually $5,800. they have got no. that shit up there so that every time there's a sale, they can knock three grand off that bitch and be like, look, <laughs> look at this sick sale. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> are you serious? It's like 50% off, it's still $3,500? Uh, yup. So yep. I, uh, I went and looked around everywhere. I ended up with a, uh, a, uh, memory foam bed, uh, called polysleep, but it's their Zephyr model, which is like a little firmer. Cause I lay, I sleep on my back. And so I need something that's a little bit more firm ended up with that. That was on sale. Uh, at the time it was like literally this, la- the last 16 hours of the sale or some shit. And then we don't get, we're not, we're not hooked up by honey you know that fucking app thing on like browsers mm. and shit but for the first time ever i've had that shit for fucking ever and for the first time it actually saved me money the website was given out 20 percent off like across the website mm. at that time i got to the checkout honey hooked me up there was a 25 percent floating out there in the ether it applied mm. it and it worked it saved me an extra 150 bucks the dream the dream. I'm Q1. telling you, we're not we're, we're not sponsored by Honey, but it fucking worked. Uh, so I got it for like normally the bid is twenty three fifty plus tax, so it was like I don't fucking know what the hell that is. This is like fucking twenty nine hundred dollars or some shit. Uh, and we got it the bed and two of their pillows, California King for twenty one ninety seven after tax. The dream. There you go. I'm still not happy about spending that much for a bed, but. Adam, I'm almost down seven grand you don't. this week. Yeah, well, the good thing is we don't have the room for a bedroom set, so I didn't have to have that conversation. Yeah. We, we literally yeah. physically don't have the space for it. Dad and I ha- were inventing ways of hanging things from the wall. Like we're, We've we got zero room. We have a bed. We have mm. a dresser that isn't actually mm. big enough to hold my clothing. So like, if I fold one sweater, that's like 80% of a single drawer, mm. and the rest of it's just stacked On top, M folds it as best you can. And so there's just like literally four foot stacks of clothes on top of the dresser. And our headboard is our old guest bedroom bed. With my old rug rolled up and laid on top in in saran wrap. Adam, you're doing it the way I would do it,
1: baby. You're doing it exactly the way I would do it. Until you got fleeced. Until you got married. (laughs) The mom was over. And, you know, that was it. That was it. I've been dried out, Adam. I've been, I've been cleaned. I've been cleaned. I've been cleaned. Oh, uh, You got fucking
0: fleeced, bro. Let's talk so about anyway, some fucking video games. Other than that, I went to the emergency room yesterday. I'm fine uh, for the most part. It turns out I have, I have a thing where apparently for somewhere in the neighborhood of years... I had enough stress that my body developed a thing where it stays in fight-or-flight mode almost 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, regardless of whether or not I recognize it, which presents all sorts of crazy shit as to why I'm tired all the fucking time, never sleep well, and every muscle in my body is a giant fucking knot of hell. That is it, apparently. We're double-checking by going to a neurologist to make sure I don't randomly have MS. Other than that, that's the the fucking, that's the show. So I'm waiting for a call from the neurologist. I'll go find out about that. Otherwise, thankfully, my ECG, despite all of said stress, is fine. So the ticker is good. The, uh, the, the CAT scan came back completely clear and beautiful so my brain hasn't imploded yet. But, uh, but he looked at me and he said, he said, uh, have you by any chance gone to the doctors like a million times the last couple of years trying to describe to them what's going on? He said, yes. He said, That's because you're feeling all this shit, but unfortunately it never actually alters any of your vital signs. So everyone would have told you you're crazy for like the last five years. I said, that's exactly what happened. He said, great. Well, now you know. Have a good day. I said, awesome. Manage.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try not to be stressed.
0: But yeah, try try not. That was like for five years. It was like, just calm down. Just be like, be less stressed. I'm like, I'm trying to tell you, I don't actually feel stressed. It's just my body is doing it anyway and 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 so yeah it was fucking weird and then he asked me if I was a perfectionist and I said <laughs> 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 let me tell you a story because apparently perfectionists are pers- are are specifically affected by this disorder whereby we can be under an enormous amount of stress but we don't mentally register that we're under stress but our body reacts to it all the same so we don't have we don't have the response of I'm stressed I need to go calm down We just Mm. keep going, and then the body is just fucked 24 hours a day. So that's where I'm at right now. Makes sense. I'm alive. We're going to keep the train going. Let's talk about some fucking video games, Mr. Black. You ready for some video games? We got some games talking. I don't know. Let's Uh, um, see it. What what do we got? First up, in uh, the news we talked about last week about Apple and Epic and Google and that that whole trio of multi-billion billion billionaires slap fighting each other. Uh, The judge ruled temporarily that Apple has to keep Fortnite off of the store, or can keep Fortnite off the storefront. Excuse me. But, it has to allow Epic to stay on as a developer, so for those games that have the Unreal Engine, they have to be allowed to stay on the storefront. Apple can't block every game using Unreal Engine. Off of the storefront, that they, they found that to be just, that's wildly unfair because it's a bunch of developers using the engine and they're getting caught in the crossfire. So uh, that's a temporary thing. There's a next, the next hearing where they're going to hear like appeals and all that stuff is the 28th of September. So that will be the earliest, I suppose, we're going to hear the next big development in that case. Shortly after all this had gone down, and I think after we had discussed this last week, Apple went ahead and featured PUBG Mobile on their storefront. As a big old fuck you. Said, so, hey, there's no Fortnite, but here's some PUBG Mobile. Damn. Front and center. Top of the Damn. storefront. That's some savage shit. Mm, I, I like, it. like it. Yeah. I kinda, like it. I, I, I kind of like it. Uh, and then in relation to that, as this is kind of its own story, but because we just mentioned PUBG Mobile, um, PUBG Mobile is now banned in India this week, countrywide. Along with a few other apps from China, and this would all be likely in regards to India and China's political scuffles that have been going on now uh, for quite some time. But I believe there was some deaths involved from a military standpoint. I don't know 100%, but that was like people were thinking India is just now backing out of the China game altogether. Ban that shit countrywide, which is big because... India was the to my knowledge the biggest region for PUBG Mobile and it was also like the hub of the PUBG Mobile esports scene which is now dead. It's gone. Completely fucked. Uh not only did they do that but they went far enough so that this ban include includes TikTok and two apps that were used as VPNs to like previously bypass to be able to use these apps in the in the past. So they didn't Damn. just take the apps down, they took the VPNs down that we're using, people were using to use these apps. So, um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, PUBG Mobile makes like, uh, fucking, uh, almost 200 million or some shit a month. Just a massive amount of money. Uh, that's going to be a huge monetary hit for them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they've been, they've been kind of in some serious tussles with, China for uh, quite some time now, and this just seems to be uh, an extension of just that. Uh, oh, and I oh shoot, I missed something in that previous thing. In a similar story uh, for Apple, in relation to the 30% cut thing, Apple will not let Facebook to tell its users that Apple is taking 30% of all event payments off the platform. If you if you're paying via the Facebook app on Apple. So mm. Facebook itself is taking zero cut on event payments through Facebook. And so, if you use PC, or you use Android phones, the event runner is still is getting 100% of the event payment. But if it's on, if you do it through an iPhone, Apple is taking 30% of that payment, and then the end person is only getting 70. But Apple won't let Facebook inform people on the app for for iPhone that that is what they're doing. They Damn. tried to, and then they forced Facebook to take it down because they said it was part of their TOS of unimportant information. Which, I don't know about you, but if I was going to go to an event, <laughs> 30% not going to the person that I thought I was paying,
1: seems like relatively
0: important information.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. It's it's kinda like it's kind of like a Twitch subscription, right? You know, if imagine if Twitch was taking, you know, eighty percent help, they take half, right? You know, people should know where their money's going. If they're if they're wanting to support a specific cause, person, or business, and somebody's is in there taking some. There's nothing wrong with that if they provide a service, but people should be able to know exactly how much of it it's like it's like charity work right yeah you you donate to charity you disclose it you disclose where the money's going because if not you know it could be a problem and chances are when they don't want to disclose it's probably a problem (laughs) and it's important information
0: yeah so uh apple just you know my god, they're 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 a little abusive of their of their situation, I'm not going to lie. That's that's a bit fucking scummy. Not even allowing Facebook to do that. Now, this is a weird thing because to be fighting like Apple's got obviously a shitload of money. Um, I think they're like they're, they're over a trillion, well over a trillion dollars now, I think, as a company. But I mean, if they're going to be fucking with people like Facebook and Google and Epic with, with backed by Tencent, they're going to end up fighting so many fronts and like the government's looking at them like you might be a little too big for your own fucking good and shit like that. You're going to be fighting so many fronts. You don't want to fucking fight a thousand fronts. It's just a bad idea. And so I don't know why. And nor do I like when we discussed last week why they take a 30% cut, there is nothing about Facebook events that Apple is providing as a service of any kind. No. There's no. no curation of anything. They're just flat out taking thirty percent for dick, literally zero overhead. So yeah, it's a it's a a fucking dick move. Ah uh, next up, we had the gamescom highlights. So the gamescoms day one or whatever was happening during last week's podcast, like pretty much either just before and a little bit into um, uh, our was, podcast yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And so I just have some highlights, because there wasn't, like, a hell of a lot that went down that was, like, super, uh, important that people would probably give a shit about. Uh, and if you really cared or thought about it, you've probably already seen it, but our highlights that I've got down here are, uh, Outriders, which is an RPG shooter that looks a hell of a lot like Mass Effect Andromeda had a baby with, like, Destiny. Uh, except it doesn't have, like, the fidelity of andromeda or destiny and people already thought that the fidelity of andromeda wasn't so hot and i'm here telling you that it doesn't even look like it's up to Andromeda's standard standards from uh that perspective so it 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 doesn't look that compelling to be honest it looks like the game uh, the gameplay is going to get repetitive really quickly it looks like almost every other video game in that genre on the market today with basically zero differentiating factor whatsoever and i think this game if i had to take a guess is probably going to be forgotten inside of a month of its release it doesn't look like anything to be excited about or write home about uh also was shown teardown which is kind of a unique thing. Uh, a Swedish developer is, uh, is putting this to- together, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's a pu- I have it listed as a puzzle, heist, action title. And it's done all in voxels, so not quite the same as Minecraft, but similar. So voxels basically just Minecraft with even smaller blocks, for all intents and purposes. Uh, and everything is destructible. Literally everything that you see is destructible. Uh, and the idea is, from what I can see in the trailers and whatnot, is that they'll drop you into an environment, a level where there's, like, buildings and whatnot, and then you've got to, uh, create a path, like, the most efficient path you can, blowing through walls, doing whatever the fuck you, you want to do, destroy whatever you want, build, you know, place items to let you, like, ramp up things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, to get at items, as, like, the, the heist part, you're looking to steal these items... And then get to the extraction area, whatever they want to call it, on the other side, in a limited time or as fast as humanly possible, is the idea of the game. It looked like it used some sort of ray tracing that I could see. It might even be like their own version of ray tracing that's not like RTX ray tracing, but just their own baked in. Um, every, I mean, it looked good. It's a unique concept. I think that it would be kind of neat to... uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily play it for a long time, but I think, like, speedrunners would probably have a field day with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's just a really cool concept. And seeing something that... A game where literally everything is destructible is kind of cool. And so you can check that out if you're interested. called Teardown, uh, which is an apt name for sure. Next up, uh, I saw uh, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond... I haven't heard Medal of Honor in a long time. That's a name. It's been a, a hot minute since I've heard about it. Uh, but they're bringing it back, and they're using it for an Oculus Rift title, so it's a VR title. Uh, the trailer is out. If you want to see it, it looked pretty good. You know, there was a there's a fair amount of of advanced uh, hand stuff that you could do uh, in there. I was seeing like knife flips and knife throws and stuff of that nature. Uh, I saw a lot of like gun like butt-whipping and all that kind of shit uh, and uh, and showcased some of the the unique environments that you could be in. But as, at the end of the day, it's Medal of Honor, which uh, a lot of people were excited about just even seeing a Medal of Honor game. The music was there. They remixed like the old Medal of Honor theme, so people were kind of hype about it. And it looks good. I don't know if it's only on the Oculus Rift platform or if they're going to have some other versions uh, available, but you can check that out. Um and uh yeah i I'm surprised they went this route instead of just using Medal of Honor for a, like a standard game instead of locking it behind VR. but hey, it looks pretty good it didn't it didn't look terrible I mean it's, it's not it's not looking like half-life Alex or some shit. I mean I would, let me just set your expectations here. It's like it looks budget, but it doesn't look bad, like visually, it looks budget, but the game itself doesn't look terrible. Uh, next up spell break, uh, which people were streaming the alpha of like two years ago, if I'm not yeah. mistaken,
1: did you ever play any of it? I didn't play it. I tried to get a beta key at one point and I just couldn't get one. And I watched a few people play it. it was never really that popular. It was like dudes just flying around killing each other with spells.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it looks like it's continuing to be exactly that dudes flying around, killing each other with spells. Um, it's, I wouldn't necessarily classify it as a battle royale, but it's like an arena, an arena fighter of sorts, I guess would be the way to describe it. And, uh, yes, they're, they're releasing their full game now is, Mm -hmm. uh, is coming up. Uh, and I think that's out, should be out today. I think the third, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, and then the last little piece of information and probably the biggest, name, uh, for a game that was on that list that I saw was Dragon Age 4. They had some behind the scenes footage of the development for the game, talking about Dragon Age and Dragon Age 4, showing little hints, bits and pieces, sprinkling the breadcrumbs, getting people excited. Uh, and, uh, and that was about it. That was about the Gamescom thing. Um, I hope they do well by Dragon Age 4. I haven't played Dragon Age since I played the first one. Because yeah, none of either. them have appealed to me since I played the first one. But maybe this will be the one that gets me to come back and play some more. Because the first one was good. The pacing was fucking terrible. But the game was fun. Uh, I've just never seen a game like have such a massive break from gameplay where you sit down and talk to characters. And as interesting as they are, when you're like three and a half hours deep into a campfire discussion, you're just like, man, I could go for some combat right about now. But yeah. they don't give you other opportunities to talk to the to the characters. So if you wanted that progression, you had no choice. You had to do that shit, and it was kind of terribly paced. But yeah, I I know a lot of people are excited for Dragon Age Four, and hopefully they do well by it. Because let's be honest, Bioware needs a home run right now. It does, and not like a walk off homer. Like they they need like a pre- they need a grand slam. They might need like the uh, all bases in. Fucking out of the park. Mark McGuire on the juice. Grand slam after a, well, all well, of the shit uh, they've been
1: going through. Uh, I mean, I think they might even just realize that they're in the, the business of baseball and it's just dead in itself. So <laughs> it might even it might even be just too late, period. I need to take a piss real bad. Mm.
0: Go for it. Uh, let's see if there's something that I can cover while Jeff is uh, taking a quick leak. Let's see if there's any of these. Oh! Perfect. I'll talk about tech stuff while Jeff is gone. NVIDIA, as everyone probably knows, had their event to discuss and release information on the 30XX series. So we had the 3070 shown off, the 3080, the 3090, and most importantly, the 30 spatulas that that motherfucker had in the kitchen behind him. Um, This operates or this not operates this this represents from what we know right now before the third party testers get their hands on the cards it represents the uh the largest generational leap in performance in nvidia's history basically uh it's a massive change we're talking about i mean they're they're playing with the numbers a lot so i wouldn't expect it to be exactly what they're saying, but they're, they're touting like up to 80% above like 2080 TI stuff. So, um, we're talking about the NVIDIA stuff. I, I tried to get through it uh, before you got back. Yeah, that's right. all good. All right. Yeah, so, all so the, uh, the 30 series is, is on route they Uh, the biggest things about this is that they've increased the size of the, of the RTX core. I think it's what they're calling it or what they called it, which is basically the chip that handles, let's say ray tracing, Uh, and other things like that on the, on the, the, the graphics side of things. And it allows for them to now have you running DLSS and ray tracing in higher resolutions and not have nearly as bad of a frame rate drop. Even if you had a 2080 Ti like me, and then you went and played a ray traced game, you lost like anywhere from 15 to like 50% of your frame rate just fucking evaporated depending on the game you were playing. And so this represents NVIDIA finally getting it uh, together with the cards to allow you to make use of these technologies even if you don't have, like, the $3,000 fucking car, uh, dollar cards uh, in their lineup. The pricing, which everyone was very concerned about as well because the 20 series was freaking brutal for pricing. Hmm. And Jeff and I both know, as I own a 2080 Ti, and what do you, do you have a 2080 or a 2080 Ti? I have a 2080 Ti. There you go. You, you got on the train, unfortunately, late in the game. Ah, But you had no choice.
1: My shit literally burned. Yeah, it literally
0: exploded. In my my computer, literally caught on fire. Yeah, so you didn't have much choice. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so... (sighs) Luckily, the pricing, way better this time around. And with the performance increase, it makes a massive difference. So the 3070 is faster, apparently, than the 2080 Ti. Handles RTX better than the 2080 Ti. And is coming out at 499 US dollars. Which is like one third the launch price of the fucking 2080 Ti. So that's impressive. The 3080, I think, just like the 2080 before it, is in a really weird place. Because if the 3070 is already providing that much fucking graphical power, the 20- the 3080 is kind of like, yeah, it's more powerful, but what are you doing? And then if you're going to go up, you just go the full fucking way. You go all the way to the 3090, which according to NVIDIA replaces both the Titan and the TI model in this lineup. I'm sure there's still going to be a super model of all of these next year. But for now, they said this replaces it. So the 3090, which is a monstrous car. This card is the size of a small fucking communist nation's car. Just, just monstrous. <laughs> You could take it out and put wheels on it and drive it down the street, and damn it, it'd probably use the same amount of fucking horsepower to turn it on. It is huge. It is a three-slot card. It is fucking massive. It's it's like, no joke, it's like that fucking thick. It's as long as Adam's penis. It's at least erect that (laughs) fucking (laughs) long. It's huge. Three slots. So there have been two and a half slot coolers, but this is a full-blown fucking three-slot graphics card. And it's as, as tall as it is my dick. It's as long as Jeff's. It's freaking huge. Most cases aren't going to fit in this card. You're going to have to have like a full tower case with no water cooling in it. It's enormous. It's at least, it looks like at least a full inch or more longer than the, 20, or the 3080. It's enormous. It's fucking huge and it requires like over 350 watts to fucking run it. That's insane. However, it's coming in at 15, I think it was 15, 14.99 or 15.99 US. So not much worse than the 2080 Ti was originally. And this bitch will do 8K60. That's
1: ridiculous.
0: 8K now what environment 8K60? I don't fucking know. Like you're not going to go play maxed out graphics 8K60. But you can apparently do pretty damn well by it, or you can do like 4K high refresh rate RTX, whatever the fuck. Basically, it's just it's, gonna
1: smoke fork, it's gonna make 4K its bitch.
0: It's gonna fuck up some 4K gameplay by the sounds of it. So, uh, yeah, uh, there was a, a small trailer thing that they did where they showed um a, a handful of people, I think Adam Sessler was one of them, I can't remember now. But they had them playing it. Uh, I think they had them playing in eight K HDR, whatever the fuck. And every one of them was shitting themselves because I like the level of texture quality at eight K and the sharpness at eight K would fucking blow your mind. I mean, it's it's you're doubling up. Four K already looks crazy. You, you double that up again. And you're into a whole different territory of, of just wildly sharp textures. Now, there's nothing to fucking really play at 8K right now, but it's just a big dick marketing tool to be like, this bitch will run 8K. Yep. You know who's going to probably test that? Linus Tech Tips. You already had an 8K fucking monitor wall once. He's probably going to friggin' do some stupid shit with it. We're going to... Uh, that's the mo- That's the thing to keep an eye on right now. Well, two things. One, if you can even hope... If the pre-orders aren't already sold out now, if you can somehow hope of getting any of these cards within the next six months, you're doing well. You're doing fucking well for yourself because I think these are going to sell out. Especially the 3070 are going to be almost impossible to get your fucking hands yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and if they aren't, I'll be very impressed. Two would be uh, to if you really you know unless you you're, you're going to get one regardless. Before you believe all the hype of the benchmarks, because you have to remember Nvidia is doing their own benchmarking they're gonna they're gonna make these numbers look the way that they want them to look. You can make statistics do whatever you fucking want for you, so they're gonna make it as good as possible for them. Wait until gamers nexus uh or um fucking uh, bustle, 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 bustle. Digital Foundry, who already has some stuff, but they were given they were given first access, and they had to run specific benchmarks. So wait until they don't have NVIDIA looming over top of them and going, bitch, run it this way. Get it out there, into the market, have people uh, test it out, and then see what it really runs like in proper real-world environments with gaming. I promise you, though... It's going to smoke the 20 series regardless. Is it going to smoke it as much as they put in the marketing documentation? Probably not. Is it still going to be way bigger of a gap than pretty much any generation you've likely to experienced in your entire gamer life? Yes. Um, I guess NVIDIA felt like they had to do something because AMD was, like, was looming in the background. Yeah. Um, whatever AMD had coming for a graphics card, unless that shit is literally intergalactic nuclear levels of fucking incredible, they've already been buried before they even got out the door.
1: Yeah, they just took an L, bro. Yeah,
0: they just took an L. Is a is a is a a big fucking
1: L. Uh, that's it's a lot of dicks. This is what Intel? This is or uh, this is what NVIDIA needed to do. Yes, and they did it. I mean, And and, and I partially
0: expected this to happen after the 20 series in terms of the RTX stuff getting way better, and for the cards to not be as expensive, because the 20 series was the first models with the RTX cores. That is, just from a fabrication perspective, going to cost more money. The R&D money has to be recouped. The new fab units have to be fucking uh, recouped. Now they've got those processes in line, they can make shit way cheaper... Pump them out, and this is what we're seeing: a four hundred and ninety nine U.S. dollar suggested retail price card that smokes a twenty eighty Ti that I spent twenty three hundred Canadian dollars on. Yep, like two years ago.
1: I did. It, I did it like two months ago.
0: Yeah. So, well, in fairness, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And the odds of you having getting got one of these cards also zero. pretty much zero. So. Yep. Uh, I am personally, since I have a 2080 uh, 2080 Ti, my CPU is starting to bottleneck the fuck out of my computer, but I'm going to try and do my best to wait until the supermodels come out probably next year, maybe even 2022. And then I'm just going to rebuild my whole fucking computer because my, my CPU is starting to fucking choke and die. Uh, and if I can make it that long, I will, because whatever iterative process comes after this, it's probably going to give like another, maybe 10% boost. Whatever the fuck they got, they'll have everything figured out, and I'll go with, like, an EVGA card or some shit. But yeah, exciting stuff from NVIDIA, so there you have it. 8K Gaming, just another $6,000 TV away (laughs) from being able to experience it. Uh, Next up, Ubisoft, who tends to make, and let's be honest, very politically driven video games. Almost all the time, whether it's Tom Clancy, who by nature is fucking political as it's a war-based war, uh, war based up, or, um, or even the Assassin's Creed games, or almost anything, you put your hands on would Ubisoft, short of the Rabbids games, is politically driven in some way, shape, or form. And, uh, oh, what was it, wait, what's their fucking, um, uh, the, the, like, their, the Destiny clone fucking um oh my god the division? the division the division the division the division the division yeah also tom clancy so yeah yeah the the division super fucking political so um basically Ubisoft somehow internally despite all of their political acumen up to this point somebody pressed the go button on uh, a trailer for their uh, their upcoming, I think this is one of their mobile games, The Elite Squad. Uh, whereby they, uh, the game's terrorist group, not the good guys, but the bad guys, terrorist group, used the black power symbol in that bad boy. And then put that out on the internet and thought, you know what? That's going to be fine. As it turns out... It wasn't fine, and people were super not happy about it, and rightfully so. Uh, rightfully so. I mean, for God's sake, <laughs> really? You're gonna use the play? First of all, it was a spicy move to use the black power symbol, even in a correct manner. I mean, that's you're gonna you're gonna get some scrutiny because people are gonna look in every nook and cranny and make sure you're not fucking abusing it in the first place. And then you apply it to the terrorist group in your game coming up.
1: That's gonna be a no.
0: That's a lot of that's like a lot of white French dudes making bad choices internally. Right. So they took that down. And then they apologized and, and said, you know, we just didn't think about the, the you know, the, the gravity of of the situation or whatever, whatever. It was a really weak apology, and it was just some bullshit. And Ubisoft being Ubisoft, who they can't win recently. I mean, they're letting go like every fucking major person in the company. People are either fucking like sexual predators or like infidelity or, or womanizers or whatever the fuck else. And now now we get this going. They can't fucking, they can't get a W. They're all L's. Their entire alphabet is 26 L's Mm. and no other letter. Uh, next up, Dr. Disrespect talked a little bit more about his ban on his stream the other day, uh, and was a, a lot more candid about it. I mean, he went completely out of character for about a solid, I'd say three to five minutes, uh, talking about it. And he is tripling, quadrupling, quintupling down on him and his team not having been informed by Twitch why the ban happened. Um, And at this point, as fucked up as it is after listening to him, he's not that good of an actor whenever he's actually like... Uh, something's like charged up for him. He breaks character, and he and he's he's out of it pretty good. We've seen it multiple times over the years, anyway. I am getting more and more inclined to believe that he legitimately does not understand why, or has never been told why he was banned, and that Twitch just found a contractual loophole to ax him, to not have to pay him the full amount, and to get, put him on the road and and send him on his way. And the the going the going thought behind this is that. After Mixer shut down, and that competition, that that wasn't there anymore, and, the, and Shroud and Ninja got paid out, and it was over, and it was just back to Twitch being Twitch, and it was YouTube looming in the background at best, that they didn't want to have to shoulder that cost anymore, which was more of a cost to just make sure that they didn't lose another major streamer, and then just axed it because they knew he didn't have anywhere else that he was really likely to go. And then uh, sent him on his way. Um, I the the longer this goes on, and the fact that we haven't heard shit about it, the more I'm inclined to believe he legitimately doesn't know.
1: Yeah, I I, I still don't think that's the case. I I think I think maybe there is truth to Twitch not directly telling him, but I think he knows exactly why. Um, but he's just playing around, saying well, they haven't told me directly, um, and they might not have. Uh, but perhaps it was leaked to him. Somebody on the inside had told him why this was happening, or he just knows. There's something that he knows that he did, but Twitch may not just not have gone to him directly and said, this is why you're banned. They might have just done it, Um, knowing that they had him dead to rights and uh, they just didn't want to deal with it, Um, or at least with him directly and just let the lawyers uh, deal with it. So um, I don't believe for a second that he has no idea why he's banned. I don't believe it for a second.
0: I, I don't. I think that he has ideas personally himself. I'm just saying that I'm getting more and more inclined to believe that Twitch hasn't specifically <laughs> yeah, they might told not. him. Like they he could probably have... sit there as a person and say, list yeah. stuff yeah. in that in that way. But as as far as like a legality goes, or, or 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 the niceties of Twitch informing him of why the ban happened, I can. I'm beginning to get more and more inclined to believe that Twitch might not have actually
1: given him. I mean, I they might, reason. his lawyer might know, right? They, he might even just be spinning this in a way where they did tell him, but not directly. Um, and he's just saying, well, Twitch hasn't come to me and told me, which, you know, is a half truth, right? Um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, something happened. I don't believe for a second Twitch dropped him because they knew Mixer was going under and they didn't want to pay, you know, doc 20 or 30 million dollars or whatever it is deal that he made um twitch just makes enough too much money for that and if they were in the wrong here um they're gonna lose a lot more than 20 million dollars or 30 million dollars or whatever the contract was worth so um he knows twitch knows i believe their lawyers know and right now they are doc is just staying quiet Uh, because you know, you don't want any speculation, uh, or at least you don't want him saying the wrong thing publicly, uh, which could help Twitch. So just keep saying, Hey, they didn't tell me. I don't know. They didn't tell me. I don't know. I think he knows.
0: Uh, in related to Twitch news, Hassan, the employee Hassan. Though the employee that you've probably seen on Twitter at least a few times, stating that regardless of what issue somebody had and asked him about it, it was literally never his department and he had no idea who to contact or who to send it to and just always whatever the fuck, has been fired. And he's gone. And he's banned. On the website. So he's not just only fired, he's banned. Um, And this comes on the back of uh, his... Allegations, right? allegations which i don't even think at this point that i'm going to assume they're probably
1: proven um no. i mean i can't say for sure about the fact that he is banned the fact it, that he's fired it, and banned it's 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 painting a story the odds so, the yeah. odds of it
0: not being that case and here's here's the here's the kicker originally and i'm not i, I don't want to say that twitch is still the old boys club doing some stupid shit but Twitch is still the old boys club doing some stupid shit because apparently, I'll say allegedly. 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 Even though it's probably not allegedly, I'll say allegedly. Twitch wanted to do an internal investigation themselves into Hassan's dealings with these ladies. Uh, And then Amazon caught wind of it and said, "Uh, no, you're not. And then they hired a third party investigating uh, uh, investigator company to come in and do it for them. And then discovered all that shit, and then, uh, said, okay, bye-bye. You're gone. And you're banned. So, uh, (laughs) whatever it was, the third-party investigative company discovered truth to one or more of those things. Uh, but, it just doesn't even fucking surprise me, to be honest with you. I mean, I, we... Years ago, we talked about, uh... Yeah. About I don't even care realities. about this. I, I don't even want to go.
1: I, he's gone,
0: so... yep, he's gone. Good. And See ya. He's gone. He's gone. Bye-bye. Next up, Sony says it's likely to port more PlayStation exclusives to the PC in the future. And a lot of people were not happy about that because a lot of people want to feel more comfortable about buying a console and not just having more people be able to play video games because that's a weird thing that people get upset about. Um... <laughs> This would be kind of like the last, depending on, depending on the how far-reaching that is, and and the exclusive nature or the timed exclusive nature of of these titles being on the PlayStation before hitting PC. This could be like the last short of Nintendo um, push of like the the console war between Sony and Microsoft, because at the end of the day, if everything's just going to show up on the fucking PC anyway at some point in time for their exclusive titles, then it doesn't really fucking matter anymore. And then it finally will just come down to who's got the games that that you want to play with a console that you enjoy, maybe your friends have that you play online with, and you just choose whatever you want and go play it. And it's not a matter of, like, life or death, because if you have a PC, maybe you can still play it, and that'll be the fucking show. And I'm behind it. I think it's a good idea. And for Sony, I think it's almost a necessity, because we talked about this I think before as well, where games are getting so expensive now, it is getting harder and harder to justify only selling a game on a single platform. Yeah. And so as a company like Sony, if you're going to shell out all of that money and development funds for a first party title uh, and then bank on it doing well, you need to have a large install base of consoles to be able to recoup that money. Microsoft doesn't have that problem with how they're doing it because they release simultaneously the games on the Xbox and the PC for the first-party titles. And so they have the entire PC market plus the Xbox market. So they, they weather that storm of exclusivity and, and, and the development cost of internal first-party games far better than Sony does. And so at this point, I don't think Sony has that much of a choice And so they're just kind of following the natural path of things if they want to be able to recoup their money on some of these big ticket items. Next up, we had um, a whole slew of stuff out of Nintendo as they had a Direct that was celebrating 35 years. Mm. If you want to feel a little old, 35 years of Super Mario Bros. And there was all sorts of goodies that were involved in this. I picked out just a couple to talk about. If you want to see the whole thing, obviously, yeah, it's up on... Nintendo's YouTube channel. First up, we have the Game & Watch. Uh, they're, they're putting out another Game & Watch with a color LCD on it uh, that will come with a bunch of stuff, including the original Super Mario Bros., the Lost Levels, and Game & Watch balls with Mario's head instead of of uh, Mr. Game & Watch, basically. It's just like a little add-on. And they say in, in this trailer as well that there are 35 other things to kind of discover about this thing, to, to, you know, a representative of the 35 years. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. And of course, it also operates as a clock, and they've got, like, various different schemes and setups for the visual of what the clock looks like. You know, maybe Mario's running through a level or whatever the fuck kind of thing. They've got some stuff on there. It's a nice little, it's a neat little thing. It's, it'll be a collector's item. There'll be people that get into that shit. Uh, and, uh, it's just kind of, uh, kind of fun to see. Next up, Mario Bros. Battle Game is just what I have written down here because I don't remember what the actual name of the fucking game is and I couldn't really even suss it out in the video itself when I was flipping through it just before the podcast. But it's essentially similar to a fan game that was made a while back that we probably mentioned at some point uh, where they got a cease and desist from uh, Nintendo whereby it was kind of like um, a bunch of players and you would see the ghosts of the other Marios and you'd be trying to like get through... Levels faster and and not get eliminated as you went through. Basically it's not that. Like fall, guys. <laughs> it's basically that concept, but this time licensed and run by Nintendo. So it's that. Uh, there are some more nuanced uh, nuanced things to it. You see like the other players in like tiny little squares on the screens to the side because it's Mario. It's the original Mario Bros. So it's just a four by three game anyway, and then. Mm. Uh, enemies that you kill on your screen will get randomly sent to other players on their screen. Uh, there's like um, there are four different other options. There was things like a a slower timer that you can sometimes activate, or uh, a star power and things that uh, you'll have access to. But otherwise, it's essentially your game is getting fucked up by other players doing stuff, and the other players are getting fucked up by what you're doing, and it's just all with the goal. Of getting to the end and not being eliminated is what it is. It will be exclusive to, uh, to the Switch Online crowd. So if you're paying for the Switch Online uh, online stuff, it will be available to you. Um, from what I've seen, at no extra added cost, it's just a game that will be available to uh, to those paying members. Next up, in uh, another cool little thing that uh, I swear to God, Nintendo's just got all the brains right now. Uh, there's Mario Kart, uh, Mario, what do they call it? Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which literally takes RC cars of, like, Mario, Luigi, whatever, like, in, like, physical RC cars, and they all have a camera on them at the top. And you can set up, they're sold separately, but you can, like, set up gates around your fucking living room or wherever you want to race these cars. Okay? And then on the Switch... It, what it lo- what seems to happen is that, like, a, a fucking um, Lakitu comes down and drops paint on your car tires. And then what it seems that you do is you drive around and you create the course via your first pass. So it maps it into the game via your first pass. And then, once it's mapped, you can race other RC cars. And the game will also fill in the track with augmented reality racing or racers from the Mario Kart universe and you're racing on your Switch so you're seeing you're seeing it from your uh Switch screen through the camera that's on the RC car racing this track that you created with augmented reality and other RC cars in the living room or wherever the fuck you want to do this that's cool it's wild it's just fucking that's cool. wild um, I'm sure there was one that's probably already existed to some degree like this, but, uh, Nintendo's doing it with Mario Kart, and it looked pretty cool. So, there you go. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Uh, you can check that out as well. And then lastly, and the biggest announcement of all of them. Now, the original, I will say the original Super Mario All-Stars, I think it was, got a facelift. It's got improved graphics and whatnot that's being made, uh, available as well. But, Super Mario 3D All Stars was announced. 3D All Stars will come with live sc- or widescreen uh, and Switch. We'll call it Switchified, so it's uh, like made for the Switch. Mario 64, Mario S- uh, Sunshine, and the first Galaxy game. Dope. So those three games in a single package. Now, That's dope. Here's the less dope thing that makes no fucking sense whatsoever, Jeff. Oddly, this will only be available physically and digitally until March 31st, 2021. After said date, while you can still download it if you've already downloaded it in the past, or play it if you own the physical copy, it will be taken away like a limited release of a game Mm. and put into the archive. They specifically say uh, downloaded or played if the software has been archived, which is like they're pulling a fucking Disney archive where they're like we're going to make Cinderella available as a physical release for only three months and then it goes back into the archive and it's like, Motherfucker, these video games that already exist just put it into a package sell it to the people and be done with it why do you have to be so Nintendo about this shit this is just fucking, why do you get people hype and then be like, uh, low key and like the fine print only available until March 31st, 2021, at which point we're going to put this shit back in the fucking vault, and then that's the show. And then they'll probably sell all three fucking individually or some shit, or some other dumb fucking nonsense. They didn't mention Galaxy 2, which means it's probably also, like, its own release that's coming in the future. Um, it's it's the most Nintendo-ass fucking thing I've seen in a long time. So, exciting, buy it for the love of God, if you want it because the physical copies are going to go up in value the day it's released and yep. the uh the uh, the online version i mean god knows uh, you'll you'll probably nintendo will find a fucking way to make you rebuy this if you buy yes, digi- if you buy digitally and yeah. and probably within the first 2 years of this being released nintendo will have like the next version of the switch and you're trying to like Transfer fucking games or whatever the fuck you're trying to do and there's gonna be like some weird thing where it's like Oh, you know like this will work and that will work, but you gotta like fuck Nintendo will nintendofy 1990s fucking like technology bullshit like they always do and people will still buy it and play it because fucking Nintendo and people will literally Suck the dick of every Nintendo employee to play any Mario game ever 50 times over for any amount of money And just suck the dick for free. So, buy it, for God's sake, right off the bat. Uh, don't wait. Because the shit's gonna be crazy, uh, in the future. And, uh, um, all I will say other than that is that I wish that they had done more than just, like, make these games widescreen and playable on the Switch. If you're gonna do 3D All-Stars and you're gonna show, like, the old Mario games in the old uh, All-Stars with improved graphics and whatever else, maybe bump these up a little fucking bit or some shit. If you're going to make it a limited release, if you're going to be such a fucking dick about it, you're only going to sell it for six months, do something special. Don't just, Mm. like, put them together in a package and be like, all right, well, here you go. It's widescreen. Go for it. You know, do something something a little extra. Would have been nice to see. Regardless, there you go. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Get it while supplies last yes, Mr. Black
1: yeah it's time to sell out are you ready to sell out we got uh we got nordvpn guys if you don't already have a VPN service you can get 68 percent off using the promo code Ott on a two-year term plus you get uh an extra month for free uh if you don't know what a VPN service is it's a virtual private network which masks your IP to not only protect your identity, uh, but also to protect your information and things like that when you're out in public Wi-Fi or you're just not in your home. And if you are in your home, it'll still keep you safe and anonymous. Uh, it's it's used not only for protection, but also used to mask your IP to have access to content where you are typically region blocked. Hence why India uh is blocking uh certain uh vpns is because they it they know that when you use a vpn you can work around getting through blocked content and or if you watch netflix on uh, in the u.s and you want to watch the canadian netflix by the click of a button using nordvpn you can suddenly be uh, a canadian um and watch all of the content that canadians get uh which can differ um so it is great to have not only to stay safe, but for region block content, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, um, anything you can think of, uh, go and get it. And at sixty eight percent off using our promo code, not only are you supporting the the podcast, but uh, you're also getting a hell of a deal. And it's twenty twenty. Everybody should have a VPN. Literally, everyone should have a VPN. Uh, you can use up to six simultaneous devices. Um, high speed uh connections you can stream on them you can game and stream on them at the same time uh adam's been using them for years i've now been using them for over a year uh this stuff works you can use it on your chrome extension your smart tv your smartphone mac windows doesn't matter um they basically have an app for virtually everything so go check them out link is in the description below mr black also, yeah i have a problem <laughs> okay i need to know if you can help me
0: solve this problem jeff Alright. It's 2020 and it's a complicated year. Alright. Look. I'm white. You are. Some some people might say I'm too white. And that's okay because arguably based on how the sun treats me I am too white. Mm. And with all this whiteness and this privilege sometimes I forget the simple things in life, Jeff. Mm. And I need to be able to remind myself as frequently as possible about my whiteness and my privilege and to make sure that I don't make really obvious public gaffes. And I I remember that I was told that, you know, in in order to really learn something, you have to do it at least three times. Okay. A minimum of three times. And ideally, you want to mix it up. You want to be able to read it. Out loud. You want to be able to write it down. You have some sort of tactile thing. And I need to be reminded, Jeff, that using the black power symbol randomly for my own purposes doesn't really fly for a white guy. Is there something you could do that could help me with this tactile ability? Layers and layers of reminders to not use the black
1: power symbol. I mean, you could use a stream deck and you could you you could be looking at it and it basically it, there's a big x it says no don't do that uh stop think um uh st- st- don't <laughs> uh, uh, there's a your white button you could put on there i mean whatever it is that you need to put down on the stream deck you can click it it'll pop up on your screen whatever it is you can use it the Elgato Stream Deck. You can program and plug anything you want, essentially. Mm. You want to open up this podcast? You can have a technical alpha button. You want to open up uh, your favorite artist? Maybe it's Linkin Park. You have a Linkin Park button. Click that. Playlist comes up, starts playing. You want to shut down your computer? You can have a button for that. You want to check out your CPU usage? I have that right now. Mine's at 9%. You wanna You want to open up the podcast? Did I already say that one? You can click a button. If you want a a reminder to hit the like button on the podcast on YouTube, you can do that right there. Virtually anything. Mr. Black, I have another problem. This
0: week, I spent $2,000 on a new bed. Mm. But my problem is I can neither afford monetarily or with the space in my bedroom, a new bedroom set, and mm. I feel like I want to be able to provide that experience for M. Is there a way that I could make it seem like we have a new bedroom set in the oh, room?
1: I see where you're going with this. Yeah, say no more, Adam. You're gonna need. You're gonna need at least one item. Okay, but depending on but depending on your 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 setting. Uh-huh. You might need two items. What do you got? The main, the main item you're gonna need is the Elgato green screen. Mm. Now what what a green screen does is it basically uh you can you can cut out yourself and just like the famous Shia LaBeouf do it, you can put your body at any location or background ever without even physically being there. But you need decent lighting for that. You need decent lighting. Mm. And if you need decent lighting, you can get an Elgato key light. Works perfect. In fact, they work in sync. Mm. In fact, you can turn on your Elgato light using your stream deck if you wanted to. Mm. You You can even change the different bedroom sets using your Elgato stream deck by the click of a button. If you want to, if you want to say, you know what, M, how would you like to be? You know, it, it's, it's kind of like, uh, when you're in, you know, Japan and they've got like those, those weird sex hotels, mm. you know, with all the different themed rooms, mm. Mm. you can have those, you can have, you could literally have a stream deck that is dedicated to different vibes. Now you won't actually be there, but you can use your imagination, <laughs> I have one more problem, Jeff. I got to be honest with you. I'm full of problems this week.
0: Maybe you've been a big help so far. Maybe you've got something else for this. Okay. I have a friend. Okay. Okay. Long time friend, great guy. He got fleeced <laughs> this week. <laughs> he got fleeced on all fronts in no. ways I didn't think were were possible. To be honest. Well. No. No. And so. I think in the future it would be Mm -hmm. beneficial to have a way to help practice talking your way out of getting fleeced. Your 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 debating skills need to Mm -hmm. be better. The the you gotta
1: dicker with the Say no more. Say no more. What do you got? I need an Elgato wave microphone because I need to be able to record myself telling my wife and my mother Mm. that we don't need a bedroom set. We just need a bed frame and at most a headboard. And then I can listen back to my delivery in high quality wave files that don't sound like a budget ass microphone. So, that I know I can hear every minute detail of my delivery and my speech. Mm. So, I should definitely go and pick up a Wave product. I actually have one. I don't know why I didn't do this. I already had it at my house, <laughs> it's literally in my other room. I could have done this, but I didn't. And you know what? What happened? I got fleeced. <laughs> <laughs> I got fleeced. Elgato. You gotta get one. Link is in the description below. They support the podcast. Go buy their products.
0: If you want to get fleeced as a viewer, head on over to patreon.com slash TV. where you too can get fleeced for the low, low price of $10 each and every month to get access to things like the tech support questions where you can ask us questions every week. Or just set it and forget it like that Ron guy from the commercials back in the 90s and forget that you're giving us $10 a month and come back in a decade when we're all long dead. There you go. But before we get to that segment, Mr. Black, Mm. you know what time it is. Movies and TV. Unfortunately, we lost a good one this week, Jeff. Chadwick Boseman passed away. At the young age of, I believe, 42? Three. Or 43. I think it was colon cancer? Yep. I believe. And uh, as we all discovered, this man kept this information from nearly everyone. And uh, pumped out in succession some of the most fire and important movies in black culture in our lifetime. And not just Black Panther, but several. I mean, he was pumping these bad boys out while battling stage three that eventually developed into stage four cancer. Thankfully, he passed away at home with his family and TMZ wasn't the, the people that break the fucking news. That's a miracle in today's day and age that fucking happened that way. Uh, and uh, I'm happy for the family that they got to be the ones to break the news and that they were with him at the time but uh we did we lost we lost a really, really good one one of the few uh properly uh good people with integrity in Hollywood, and there's only like a handful of those motherfuckers yep so to lose them is is a big a big hit um to everyone, but especially the black community this man was was basically front and center all the way for a, 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 a wide range of ages really uh and uh and did phenomenal work in uh in 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 all that he did so rest in peace Chadwick I watched endgame with M last night
1: mm. uh
0: and uh Still Fire I'm gonna to have to watch Black Panther again as well, because that was a good movie. But uh but yeah, things I haven't seen of him yet. He did what was it? He did like Jackie 42. Robinson or something in 42.
1: In 42, he did um oh man, he did a bunch, he did a bunch of really good movies. Really, really good movies. And uh it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy that he did all this while battling cancer. Um and it's people were people were you know giving him a hard time because uh he was posting up a few videos and photos on instagram uh and he was looking really like thin mm. um and you know oh the five bloods yeah that just came out did you see that yet Defy Bloods. no i saw i saw good. it that it's a thing but i haven't watched it yet yeah i watched it when it first came out it's good spike lee movie mm. um but uh yeah, he might actually get uh, nominated for an Oscar for that. But mm. um yeah, what what's the the craziest thing about it is, is is he the part that killed me. I mean, it just it was just it's just sad and he's a good guy, like he's mm. just a good one. Like straight up, he's just the guy that uh just did all the right things. And uh the part that that killed me was when he was um seeing all of these sick kids that were also terminally ill from cancer and he was there for them knowing that he was also battling cancer. Um, And, you know, he was talking about uh, kids that there's this video where he was talking about kids that were trying to hold on uh, to see his movies. And, you know, he's, he's moved like he, he, you know, he's, he's, he's hurt by this and it just adds to another level of it because he never made it about him he could have said you know i'm also fighting this and he never made it about him um and you know he was suffering in silence like obviously probably people very close to him knew and my guess would be the the high high ups um at disney probably knew as well just because contractually insurance wise and everything else but you know i uh, uh it's it's just it's just really 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 sad um and it says a lot about his character that he never publicly looked for sympathy he could have easily when people were giving him a hard time about the way he looked he could have came out and said you know i'm su- i'm suffering i'm sick but he never did that he just kept battling in silence um and then doing what he what he did um publicly not not like you said, not only for the black community, but, you know, the world as well. I mean, his movies are crazy, crazy good and so impactful. And he was only 43 years old. Um, it's crazy. And he really only got his big break, like, in the last, like, six years. Uh, so it's not like we've been uh celebrating this guy's work since he was, like, 20. Um, you know, he's been in the game for a long time, but he really only publicly made it, like, big, big uh when he became like black panther although he did some serious good roles before that but in terms of like you know everyday people knowing like uh knowing who Who he is yeah who he was um, it's just really really sad it's super super sad and um yeah it's uh it's a crazy year man it's a it's a wild wild year
0: uh yeah to say the least Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which we talked about last uh, last week uh, in regards to a possible reboot done in a dramatic uh, light. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is going to do a reunion special for the 30th anniversary coming up on HBO Max sometime around U.S.'s Thanksgiving time, and so you can look forward to that. If they listed who's going to be involved or who's supposed to be involved. It's pretty much everyone you would expect, including uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and and the usuals. So. Um, you can look forward to, uh, my my love, you're trying so hard not to be on camera, but unfortunately you are 100% on camera right now. It's a good effort. I like the hustle. But you're 100% on camera right now, so you might as well wave while you're down there. (laughs) You tried so hard. What do you, it's right here, love. There you go. Um, so... Uh I was just looking for a wallet it was on my desk the whole time. So, uh yeah, so you can look forward to that. That will be uh, interesting uh to see what they do with that. Uh kind of be intriguing. Uh and then next up Mulan, who we which we've discussed uh in the past few podcasts as well. Uh about the release, the $30 rental, etc is apparently going to be made available for everyone on Disney Plus 3 months after the initial release. So you'll, if you want to see it, you've got three months, you can spend the 30 bucks. And then once that three month period is up, everyone's getting it for free. There you go. I'm going to rent it. I I suspect, yeah, I suspect a fair amount of people are still going to rent it. Oh, shit ton. I suspect a lot of people are also going to wait to watch it. But, uh, because three months is a fair amount of time, but a lot of people are going to pay the 30 bucks to see it. I think it makes sense. Um it I think it would would have been nice if the people who had Disney Plus already had a like sell, like $5 any literally anything
1: yeah a um, discount
0: a discount of some some kind but nothing of
1: that but uh yeah or, there you go or if you bought it it would be nice if it just unlocked you know the 3 months early yeah. you can just watch as much as you want but yeah they're probably scared of people sharing you know accounts and yeah exactly all that other stuff right so yeah, they're probably trying and, to figure out how to get around all that. Yeah, so I mean it is what it is. Uh if if we want if we want to be able to have blockbuster films go to digital, you know, now is the time to support them. Yeah, if it's a movie you really want to see and you're tired of the movie theaters and you want to have options, now is the time to show it with your wallet. It really is. It, it's just the way it is. If nobody's if nobody's renting these things, they're not gonna they're they're not gonna do them. Like they're just not is not gonna be an option. So
0: uh and that's it unless you've got oh, the the next haunting of Hill House um in the series. Trailer. Yeah. Uh that trailer got released, and yeah. uh that's coming October something.
1: Yeah, I d I didn't look at the date. It's I knew like, it was coming. I knew it was coming soon, but
0: yeah, it's October something. I can't remember what it was, I'm almost positive it's an October date.
1: Uh that's all
0: I've got, unless you got something else.
1: Um No. It's very slow mm. week for movie related stuff. You've pretty much nailed the the big stuff.
0: Well, with that then, it's time for Tech Support. Tech support, ladies and gentlemen, patreon.com slash live tv. If you want to be able to ask us questions each and every week, $10 or higher, we'll get access to that and, uh, and a couple other things that you can check out if you head on over and check out the page. Uh, but, uh, yeah, each and every week, post up a tech support post, and then you can ask us your questions there, and we answer as many as we can, uh, when we get to it. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's start off with something here. What do we got? Let's see what's got voted up. Uh... Oh, Danish Devil asks, What was in your lunchbox growing up? Any favorites? Things that your parents would always put in that you never ate or tried to trade away. So your 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 favorites and your not-so favorites. Going to school as a kid, what was in your lunchbox? I never actually physically had a lunchbox. I just had, like, a paper bag or some shit or, like, a plastic bag mm. and just had stuff in it.
1: Uh, I never had. I never had those things my parents gave me five bucks every Just at the day cafeteria so or whatever and I could get stuff at the cafeteria so like you know Monday to Friday my parents would give me five bucks um I don't remember uh, when I was like in elementary school like they gave me stuff to take but I don't remember like it was so long ago I don't even remember yeah. what it is I would normally get but in junior high um I would get five dollars a day and then in high school for like the first year or so they were giving me, you know, five bucks, or um, I would just go home at lunch and make food because I was old yeah, enough. You were so close. Yeah. So, um, and then I got old enough where I had my own job. So then I was doing my own thing. But I would say, junior high, um, I never had a lunch. I never took lunch at school. I was always given five bucks and it was enough. Sometimes I'd blow all my money in the mornings, like when I get to school. <laughs> the angry and then I muffin. Yeah, I wouldn't have any money for lunch. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, if not, I'd, I'd buy. Like a poutine or something and a drink or you know it's all done at school,
0: dude, our junior high cafeteria had the worst french fries on the face of the earth. They never changed the oil and they overcooked the fries every single time they were so brown and bitter and awful, but the egg McMuffin in the morning was fire that was good shit it was good it was good uh and then there uh and then they did they did clams as well like fried clams that weren't. Too bad, but otherwise, most of the food in that cafeteria was garbage. Um, High school wasn't that much better. Actually, our high school had pretty fucking terrible food too, and I never really bought anything there for that very reason. Um, Did they have anything that was good at the high school?
1: Um, other than the cookies, people didn't mind the cookies. Yeah, the big they had jumbo chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, yeah, Um, those were good. I don't really remember the quality of food that uh, at the high school. I think I. I was probably like a basic guy where I would just get like French fries or a poutine or, you know, something you couldn't fuck up all that bad. But in high school, I had a lot of Subway because I lived right by Subway and it was a, (laughs) you know, 10 minute walk. lived on Subway
0: for the last two years of high school, 11 and 12, every $5 meal every day and we would abuse it to fuck. We put every vegetable We'd get like yep. uh, we'd get whatever sub was the cheapest one. They had the five dollar menu, cut, meatball, and, and then a just, ton of just like a oh salad worth on a six inch sub. Yes, it, it, you couldn't close it. No, and you had to eat it with like a fork and a knife. But they had Hell to put people. the vegetables on it anyway. So you just say you put everything on, and you just yep. abuse the system. And you got like this massive amount of food for five dollars, uh, and did that every single day. Um. Yeah, for me growing up so in in uh in elementary school and junior high. So elementary elementary school was except for Fridays, um the occasional Friday when it was pizza day or whatever, I had lunch I brought with me every day and um favorites ravioli. I was mm. big on the ravioli, love me some ravioli. Um, I hated the thermos that it was in because it always it was like cracked and it always like leaked fucking ravioli shit all over the place, drove me nuts. But the ravioli was fire. I was always happy when I had that. Um at that point you were still able to bring peanut butter sandwiches in. So peanut butter this combo I told people about on the stream a while back. Some people tried it, thought it was amazing, other people not so much. But peanut butter, so or butter, peanut butter, banana and honey sandwich. Mm. One of my favorite sandwiches. Um, You could still do peanut butter at that time in the schools. So that was another favorite of mine. Uh, And then... Things I didn't like all that much. Um, There were some canned soups that Mom would give me that I wasn't a fan of whatsoever. And there was a time where they... And they, they still have them now, but when they first came out, they were like those... Uh, you know, crackers on one side, and then there were, like, two tins of, like, mixed tuna and mayo or whatever the fuck, and you could, like, put some on the crackers and mm. eat them. Like, they were like that. Um, she'd give me, like, one or two of those packages, and I wasn't, like, a huge fan. I didn't mind them, but some days, those would be the ones that, if I didn't like it, I'd be trading those away if I could. But I didn't trade food very often, anyway. Mostly because nobody had great food they were bringing with them to school. Um... Yeah, and then junior high, like Jeff, similar. I ordered food a lot at the cafeteria. Uh, And then days that I didn't, it was mostly just, like, sandwiches and shit. It wasn't anything crazy, like, tuna sandwiches, like, all the fucking time or whatever the hell. Uh, We had, like, leftovers or some shit from the night before. I'd bring leftovers because you were allowed to, like, microwave shit uh, at the cafeteria. If you handed it to them, they'd put it in the microwave for you or whatever. And Otherwise, yeah, clams and chips were my jam there. The fries were fucking terrible, but if you ordered gravy on them... It didn't matter because it was gravy. Yeah, it was gravy. (laughs) And that was it. Uh, Let's see. Jorbach asked, did either of you go to your 10-year high school reunion? Any plans uh, to go to the 20? No and no. No. No and no Uh, again. Everyone that I want to see that I went to high school with, I still currently see right now. Everyone else, I could not possibly fucking care less about if I tried.
1: So that's I, 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 I'm actually pretty much in the same boat as Adam. Anybody that was a good friend of mine in high school, um, other than the ones that have already like moved away, um, out of province, I basically see a few times a year, um, when I do like gatherings. So I'd say like five or six times a year, I, I, I hang out with my boys. Um, and that's pretty much it. I did not have a very pleasant high school. Uh, experience
0: yeah
1: uh the vast majority of people that i interacted with outside of my core friends were absolute fucking pricks um people that i have no intention whatsoever to hang out with um i don't give a fuck how their life is doing um i i mean i wish them the best but i don't wish ill will upon anybody but i really really don't give a fuck um and the vast majority of the people um are the same as they were in high school yeah um from what i hear and yep. i i legitimately don't even want to even put myself in a mental headspace to even go back to high school in any way shape or form um so yeah uh, a lot of fucking assholes in high school and uh yeah i um yeah, I don't want. I I don't need that in my life. So the answer is no. And twenty year, the answer is also no. It's a big no. Yeah. They are rebuilding our high school right now. Uh, yes, they are.
0: Eight, nine, ten asks: Do you eat leftover pizza cold, or do you heat it up in the microwave? Either or. I heat it. Sometimes I I I reach in the fridge and I really can't even be bothered to fucking put it on a plate and put it in the microwave. I just want to eat the pizza, and so I just eat the pizza. It doesn't really mm. bother me. But it depends on the type of pizza too, because not all pizzas are good cold, uh, but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with both. And if I'm really looking to heat it up, I'd rather eat it cold than microwaved most of the time, and then if I really want to heat it up, I put the friggin' broiler on in the oven, and I put the pizza in the fucking oven for like five minutes.
1: And- yeah, I when, I... when I say I heat it up, I don't heat it to the point where it's like cheese is melting. I just heat it enough so that it's not cold. It's like lukewarm. So it's like Yeah. So that it's like, it's, it's warm, Mm. Um, you know, basically, you know, when, when pizza is in the fridge, um, it kind of stiffens out. Yeah. yeah. Basically heat it up enough to the point where it's just starts to become like a little bendy. Um, So, because, you know, heating, like nuking a a slice of pizza, I'd actually rather eat it cold. Um, But I, I prefer to at least have it like warm. If for example, we've had pizza, say, I, say I'm having a party, pizza gets there, it's nice and hot, and then we're like five, six hours into the party, and then I get hungry again, and the pizza um, is just in the box, but it's not you know hot anymore. I prefer to eat that. I won't put it in the microwave. I'll just eat that slice of pizza because it's, it's basically like it's not cold, but it's not hot. It's, but it's not even warm. It's just pizza. Um, I don't like my pizza when it's cold, when it's refrigerated. I, I, I have to put it in the microwave for some time. But if it's just out on the uh, in the kitchen or wherever, um, and it's not hot, fuck yeah, I'll grab a slice and eat it. Exactly. Um, hmm.
0: Mm, mm. <laughs> what? Man, I'm Hungry asks, what kind of event in your life makes you go, today was a good day? <laughs> um, a good day for me? No, no, no. Like, like what What kind of event in your life? Yeah, so like, what happens in your life? Yeah, oh, oh no, no, sorry. I think you had the right idea. I was reading it wrong. No, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so- uh, going to grab some sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, kidding, fleeced. not <laughs> getting fleeced. Not getting fleeced. Um, I mean, listen, a good a good day to me, honestly, where 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 I have nothing really to bitch about is I get up any time past seven a.m. Uh, I have about you know twenty minutes to myself. Um. I get a good amount of work done. Doesn't need to be like a 10, 12-hour day, but like a seven-hour, eight-hour day of work, and it's productive. Having some sushi and then laying down in bed and watching a show or a movie with Kayla. Uh, That really is a good day for me. I don't need any spectacular thing to happen. I just, if I can have those things like every day, of course, I have my son in there and, and seeing him and stuff, but if I can just have those things happen... It doesn't matter which order, uh, then that's, that's a good day. That's a good day. Yeah. I would, I, I would say for me, it's
0: basically if I wake up and I feel rested, which is about one in every fucking 90 days that I wake up and feel like I I'm, I'm rested. So if I get that, that's already, I'm pretty much good there. I mean, the, the world could, the world could basically be burning around me, but if I actually wake up and feel like I slept, uh, mm. I'm pretty much good, but to take it a little further, would be, uh, if I wake up, I feel rested, and I don't feel like I got ran over by a car and my back isn't fucked up. Even better! So if I do that, then I get a good work day in and I don't feel like I'm dying in my chair for eight hours. Then, I have any kind of food that I like, doesn't matter what the, what the food is, I get my work done relatively early and, like you, sit down with the better half, watch some shows, and then get to bed at a decent hour is a good fucking day for me. That's all it is. That's the uh that's the magic right there. You give me those I'm get old, man. It's, it's all it's all.
1: It's the simple things. It's, it's all the I simple. Want.
0: It's all I want. Uh let's see here. Uh Alexa asks many months back, you guys did a quick series of realm Real with commentaries that was pretty good but the game died. Are you guys salty about that or is it an ant moment? I'm kind of salty about it, to be honest with you, uh, for a couple reasons. One, there's there are a few things that you know kind of bother me more than watching a game with an enormous promise get completely massacred by idiots um, mm. that are in in the development uh, of the game. Um, uh, and unfortunately for Realm Real, um, Hi Res Irres is that person, and he fucked that game up so bad it's not even funny and it was all him it had nothing to do with the development talent of the team it had nothing to do with anyone else involved they were all and some of them are still working on that fucking game somehow whatever skeleton crew they've got on that fucking game right now they're just milking it and that is like prime high res e-res territory the man looks at the world of games finds a game that they can mimic mimics it it does well because the high res has competent developers on the team and competent artists <clears throat> the game does well up front and then e walks in and micromanages it into the fucking dirt the game then does mediocre to poor but as long as it's making money e pats himself on the back and says success and moves on to the next one I promise you if E-Res wasn't the head of that company, Smite would be even bigger. Realm Royale would still be being played by more than four people on five consoles right at this very moment. And they'd be making even more money and have more success and probably less turnover with their employees at High res Studios. That man... Is li- I mean, he was in my chat and or in other streams. I talked directly with the man. I can tell you specifically, that man single-handedly fucked that game like it was his job and then took credit for whatever piss-poor performance was left over. It's the man who, when Ninja said this is the best patch this game had or the best whatever with the machine gun shit, said, fucking, that's all I needed to hear. If Ninja likes it, it's good. Did it, yep. and the game died immediately yep. overnight you could watch the graph fucking die it's crazy so I'm salty about that and then by by proxy I'm a little salty about it because Mark put a lot of work in to get like the the core of the puppetry and all that shit we were doing with the characters in place and uh and I think it would have been a fun series in general. There was some promise there, uh, but uh, but yeah, there's not been any, uh, and that was like the last of like Lag TV trying to branch out into something to get on, to get on a game before it took off to try and like regrow the channel outside of the same four thousand people that watch our yep. content right now, and so that would have been a really great opportunity to be on early. I owned URLs and all that shit, Realm Royale replay. I, I bought up everything. We were ready to go full in to catch a wave for the first time since StarCraft II, and one man, one desire to fuck every game in his company's property into the ground because it's privately owned, and as long as he's making enough money, he just doesn't give a fuck. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was an unfortunate thing. So for me, a little bit of salt um, uh, about it, because it w- I think it would have been a-, a good project.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm in the same boat uh i don't really the the content is whatever it was it was the game that i loved it was a good time you know you you know you want to know where the money's at right now is coming up with a series where you're commentating fall guys and you're making that fun that shit i, there, think, I a, think that i think that but that bus has already left the station i don't know i don't know is there i haven't heard of a single commentary uh well and, and they got a pretty good spectator uh like w- when you're when you're watching uh yeah and you can go through different stuff I think it'd be pretty funny
0: i think I think Fall guys has got less than six months in its tank uh yeah, about that. I, I think I think this is one of those uh, i I said this when it was like the first week it was doing big numbers I said this looks exactly like a game that even if they do everything right. I think it's going to burn too bright too quick and then just fucking disappear into the ether. And it doesn't matter because they've already made shitloads of money and they're still going to produce for it. They're a good company. You know, they're doing right by it. But I think it's going to burn super bright and then burn out super quick and it'll still be there and people will still play it but it's just not you know, you can only maintain this level of fucking momentum with a game as simple as Fall Guys for so long before it's just going to, you know, uh uh, fall into the background uh paul uh says fall is the best season change my mind uh i don't disagree with you in general so it's kind of hard to uh it's the most comfortable season the temperature is right around the right way i like wearing fall clothing i like jeans and sweaters uh, but not having to like put sixteen layers of jackets on top to survive the nine, you know, minus fifteen to minus thirty temperatures in the winter time. So yeah, I mean, fall's fall is pretty dope. If you could like, if you could pause fall, where the leaves are changed and the temperature is right around that like ten to twelve degrees, eight to twelve degrees Celsius. Sure, I'm there.
1: Yeah, I'm probably with you, uh, <laughs> but I love I love me some summer because I just like hotter weather. Yeah, but I just love, I, I, you, made a, you made, Yeah, you made a good argument. I mean, fall weather—it's just—it's comfortable. Uh, it, it's 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 comfortable you know, inside. It's comfortable outside. outside. It doesn't like yeah. you're not. Yeah, you can sleep without like heat or AC. It's just like it's a nice chill. You can even keep keep your window open a crack and like let the Nice cold breeze come in at night. Um, yeah, I'll probably go with fall too. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Carpenter K, what is the dumbest thing you ever did uh, or you've ever done in your youth and did you ever tell your parents... About it. Dumbest thing. I was I was way too scared of my fucking parents to do anything, like, really stupid. So probably the dumbest thing would have been the night that, that we were all fucking throwing rocks at the king's house. And yeah. the cop showed up, and the dog was out, and we all ran through the woods, and all the fucking neighbors were yelling where we were, and we did the stupid, like, Matrix music clothes change, and we're an idiots yeah somehow get away
1: with that yeah i don't know i mean i, I i've done some stupid shit but my parents always just kind of knew my mom always kind of knew about it i just couldn't keep anything a secret um i always felt comfortable telling my mom everything so i can't really think of anything off the top of my head that i've done that is like really stupid um, Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that.
0: Uh, Let's get one more and call our day. What do we got here? Mm. Will Hawkins asks, what person designing video games, past or present, would you like to interview on the show? If you had the opportunity.
1: Uh, Morheim.
0: Old Mikey Boy. Yep. Um, I'm going to just say the one I usually say the only, the only real developer that I can think of or the, uh, or game designer that I can think of that I've ever really wanted to talk to is, uh, r- or the brothers, Rand and Robin Miller who made Mist and Riven. Mm. Uh, and they're still, they're still making games now. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, they'd be both the only ones I can think of that I, I would, I'd want to, they, but they've already done, like they hadn't done a lot of like in-depth interviews for ever. And then in the last little while, since they've had a bit of a resurgence, they've done some pretty in-depth, uh, interviews and, uh, uh I think it was Ars Technica War Stories or whatever they do their series and they, they talked with Rand Miller about making Mist, and that was probably the most interesting interview and discussion about the creation of a video game I've ever fucking seen because the, 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 what they, how they managed to go from Hypercard and turning HyperCard into a fucking full blown game that would run on CD ROM when CD ROMs weren't even really being used for games uh, and, and making it all work was crazy. They were genius. This is like a legitimate fucking genius level what they did to to make it all work. And then they kind of spurred on the the entire uh rest of the market to use CD-ROMs for games. So because uh, everyone wanted a multimedia PC to play Myst. And so everyone mm. just started making games on fucking CD-ROMs. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that would probably be who I would go for, for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another technical podcast in the books. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Uh, hope you guys are all staying safe out there and uh, washing your hands and wearing your masks. Uh, that was a relatively short podcast for once. We actually got an under two-hour podcast. That's a rare there we go. We've been like cranking out two and a half, three hour long podcasts for so long that was that was a rare one. Uh, and it didn't feel rushed. Right. Felt like no, you know. no, it was. We got through everything on the list. We didn't skip anything. We talked about things you know the way that uh, we wanted to. Oh, I actually did uh, skip like three topics, but that's okay. There, <laughs> there were there were nothing major. Okay. I'll say I'll I'll do them real quick. We'll do them like a speed speed read here. Uh, in more, I'll re- just read my notes directly. In more reasons, we never seem to have enough money for better education, healthcare, or wages. Activision Blizzard had just shy of $450 million in profits, not revenue, but profits, but received a tax rebate of $243 million, resulting in an effective tax rate of 54.4% in 2019. They then went on to get rid of 800 jobs. So, you know, just take that as, as you will. Negative 54.4% tax rate. They fired 800 people. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, not that anyone likely thought differently, but it is now confirmed that while new heroes will be free in Marvel's Avengers game, the cosmetics associated with those heroes are going to require a battle pass. That's what we talked about last week. Surprise, that is exactly what it is. You can either pay for the pass with in-game currency or pay them uh, 10 bucks for the pass. And then lastly, the only other thing that we had missed out on is that Madden 21 is one of, if not the worst user rated game of all time on Metacritic, averaging 0.4 across Mm. all platforms on on Metacritic, uh, as it is essentially the exact same game as usual, but with less features and a shitload of bugs and microtransactions. Good job, BA. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen, Technical awful Podcast, wrapping it up, fancy, 150. We'll see you guys next week. Rate us on iTunes if you have the opportunity. Like, comment on YouTube. Hit the bell icon. Be in there in the first hour. I've been put. I put the last one out for European time last week. Guess what? Did Gangbusters higher like rate, higher comment rate? Damn, better coverage. So we're gonna keep that train. I know only one person was like. I'm so used to it being a night, now I can't, you know, for work, whatever, everyone else was jacked about it. So again, tomorrow, this will get released, same time as I did the other one last week, but if you want to have it ahead of time, it's still available on the RSS feed, it's just for the video Mm -hmm. portion. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate it a great deal, Uh, all your support as always, and until next week, peace!